הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שלנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר הקדוש משבר ארצמה. ובפרט רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מקור חוכמה, רבנו נחמן פגם את שמחה, נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן, זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So today we start with סעיף רש צדיק ו, conversation 296, a very important conversation, maybe one of the most important in all the ספרים, for it's actually a very simple Simple piece of advice Rabbeinu gives us, but we can apply it very easily. It's just about how much simplicity a person has and how much he believes in this, in this, in this idea that Rabbeinu is teaching, in this, in, this, uh, in this piece of advice. For Rabbeinu touches upon this in Lesson 2 of Likut Moran, but here Rabbeinu is explicitly saying how to perform it. The advice that is mentioned in Lesson 2, that a person should attach his tefilot, his prayers, to the tzaddikim of the generation. So this is a monumental piece in Sichot Aran. For Mamash, we can all apply it literally, directly. The, starting now, the second we, we do a prayer, whether it's Yibodadut, whether it's Shacharit, Mincha, or Narvit, that we attach our tefilot to the tzaddik of the generation and the tzaddikim of the generation. So, the Tzivu Rabbanu says, Bishat ha-tfila tzchichin ikasher atmona ha-tzaddikim shebado. At the time of prayer, when a person gets up to pray, he needs to attach himself to the tzaddikim of the generation. As is brought down both in Lessons 2 and Lesson 9 of Likutei Moran, the first volume, and in other places as well it mentions this. Alken, therefore, he's here la'anashav. Rabbeinu warned his students, he, made, he told them to be careful, that they should say before they begin to pray, Behold, I attach myself to all the tzaddikim of the generation. And therefore, now it becomes a psak for us. For a breast lover, the second we get up to pray, especially any Jew, whenever he reads this, that automatically he should apply this. Because what Rabbanu is saying as a piece of advice is not something that is just applicable to a breast of student, a student who studies the Tifrei Rabbanu. This is applicable to every Jew. For Rabbanu teaches us that every single Jew yearns that his tefillah should go up through his proper gate. Because we know there's 12 nuschaot of tefillah, there's 12 uh, versions or different uh, pathways of tefillah. And of course, nobody's sure which pathway they belong to because you don't know which shevet you're from, which tribe you're from. And also how to bring your tefillah, even if you knew which tribe you're from, how to bring your tefillah into the certain gate from which that tribe, uh, to, to put your tefillah through the certain gate from which tribe you are from. That is difficult, you don't know how to do that. But Rabbeinu says an all-encompassing piece of advice on how to perform this. And Rabbeinu teaches us that when a person gets up to pray, before he prays, he should say this, Behold, I attach myself, I bind myself to all the tzaddikim of the generation. Meaning that what? That your tefillah will now be attached to the tzaddikim and now the tzaddikim will be able to elevate your tefillah to the proper place. As Rabbeinu teaches us, Only Moshe Rabbeinu was capable of building the Mishkan. Why? Meaning the Moshe, the, the, the generation, which is the tzaddik of the generation. As we learn in lesson 2, um, the Moshe of the generation, the tzaddik of the generation, is capable of, is, only he's capable of lifting up the tzaddik. And therefore we bind ourselves, we bind ourselves to the tzaddikim of the generation, um, in order that our tzaddik should ascend up to the proper place, and that they should go up, without any hindrances, without any obstacles. And now the new Nusach, the Nusach, according to the way Rabbi Natan explains, because without Rabbi Natan, of course, nobody understands Rabbeinu. So now Rabbi Natan says, the way we apply this is that before tefillah, 
we say this nusach just like we say this before tikkun aklali, we do it before tefillah. So you can say hareni mekasharatmi. Behold, I bind myself lechol tzadikim amitim shebedorenu to all the true tzadikim of our generation lechol tzadikim amitim shochne afar to all the uh, tzadikim, the true tzadikim that dwell on the earth kedoshim asher ba'aretema that are holy in that land. And specifically to our holy Rebbe, Tzadik Yisodoram, the Tzadik, the foundation of the world. The flowing, the flowing brook, the wellspring of wisdom. Rabbi Nachman and Fege, Rabbi Nachman and son of Fege, May his memory um, protect us and all the Jewish people. Amen. And all of Yisrael, amen. So that is the Nusach that is written. You could open up any breast of Sefer, essentially, um, or any Tikkun Akali, it will have it at the beginning. If you open up any Tikkun Akali, you have this Nusach. But uh, you can replace it. So it would say, Before Tikkun Akali, you say, Behold, I bind myself with the reciting of these Psalms, with the reciting of these chapters of Tehidim. So you can replace it. Behold, I bind myself with reciting of the prayer, the morning prayer. Or you can do it uh, with Hidbodidut. You can do it with anything. Or you can just leave that out and just say, Behold, I bind myself to all the tzaddikim. But this is a huge piece of advice and I'm dwelling on it because if Rabbanu is saying it and we have the ability to apply something Rabbanu says immediately without any obstacles, there's no reason why we shouldn't capitalize on it and take it. Because a lot of the advice is difficult to apply. But this, this is relatively easy. And automatically when we do so, the tefillah ascends up to the proper place. We just need to put in our kavana, lift up our voice and do whatever we need to do. But the rest is done by the tzaddik. And this is a huge gift that Rabbeinu has given us. That mamasha tefillot are able to ascend to the highest place simply because we recite a few verses before, before tefillah. So, Baruch Hashem. Seif Resh Tzaddik Zayn. 297. Rabbanu revealed to us, he spoke with us many times, that his will was very strong that we should go with the lessons that he revealed to us. That uh, Rabbanu tells us that he wanted us to follow his advice and follow uh, uh, his lessons very much. And Rabbeinu's intention was like this, that we should go with a certain lesson for a certain amount of time, maybe around two to three months, with a certain lesson that you so decide. And delve deeply into that lesson, study that lesson over and over, go to Likut HaNechot, go deeply into that lesson, apply what is written over there, and make your entire Avodat Hashem around that lesson for two to three months. Meaning that your entire Avodat Hashem, your entire divine service, your pathways, in fear of God, should be according to what is written in that lesson. And go along with that lesson for two to three months. All your hidbodedut, your conversations, should be that you merit to reach that which is written in that lesson, to apply that which is written in that lesson. You should conduct yourself like this for quite some time. And once that is done, after two to three months, go for another two to three months with another lesson. And do that again and again and again until you finish to walk with all the lessons. And Rabbanu spoke about this several times over. Happy is he who holds to this and is able to apply this because it's an amazing piece of advice. So if Resh Chet Tzadik 
298. One time, one time, a student of Rabenu, who was very weak during that time, he was sick, came to Rabenu on the eve of Yom Kippur. And he told Rabenu all his pain and suffering, his weakness. And one of this man's friends was standing there at that time when he was speaking to Rabenu from the same village and he was listening over to the conversation. This man spoke up and said before Rabenu that he told Rabenu that the reason why this man is so sick, why his friend is so sick, is because his friend went to the mikveh that day. And maybe the mikveh was, uh, was cold or something like that. But he got sick because he went to the mikveh. Perhaps it was cold. And the, he, the man was saying that the reason why he's so sick is because he shouldn't have went to the mikveh and he went. And Rabbeinu responded like this and he said, Why do you guys attribute the heaviness of his sickness to mitvot? Why? Why? Why explain it in a way that it's the mitzvah that made him sick? That it was a good thing that made him sick? Better that you suspend the, the, the fact that he's sick due to the fact that he had sins. But why put it on a mitzvah when he does a, an act with Mesirud Nefesh to go do a mitzvah? Rabbeinu is saying, why explain? Why attribute his sickness to a mitzvah? Attribute it to a sin. And this was on the Erev Yom Kippur. This was literally maybe um, just around eight days before Rabbeinu passed away. Nine days before Rabbeinu passed away. On the last Yom Kippur of his life before he passed away in Uman. So Rabbeinu was teaching us something big. It's probably not the best thing to attribute our, our sicknesses to our mitzvot when we go perform a mitzvah. And uh, it's probably because of the sins, as it says in the Gemara, um, there's no afflictions without sin. So it's possible, yes, sometimes a person shouldn't force himself to do a mitzvah when it's not under the right circumstances. But here, Rabbeinu saw that it wasn't that case. That, this wasn't the case. And people love to explain things and sicknesses and things that happen to a person because he went overboard with mitzvah and this and that. Better attribute the, the sicknesses of a person to averot rather than mitzvah. And uh, we should try to grab onto as many thoughts as possible while remaining the Simcha Bezrat Hashem. That's it for today, and we'll continue in the next episode of Seif Rech Sadik Tet.